Today we will be discussing something really important. We will be discussing sex education. Sorry, m- miss one more day. I'm saying sex education. Oh, I'm I'm really sorry, teacher, but I really didn't catch that. What is wrong with you? Why aren't you understanding me? I'm saying sex education. Oh, do you mean sex education? How dare you say that word in my classroom? Out now. What? What's wrong with sex education? Disgraceful. Episode two. Shame on. Education. Young ones, as you grow up, important decisions will come up about relationships, sexuality, and sexual behavior. So heads up! The decisions you make could put your health and well-being at stake. Your teachers in class will tell you of the important precautions you must take. Contraception and abstinence avoids HIV, AIDS, and STDs. Listen up, kids. It hurts more than the flu because if you don't have a clue, teen pregnancies is a taboo. So boys and girls, no hanky panky. It just will not do. But hold up, teacher. Let's not forget about other matters of sex. If all you're saying is "don't do," then you aren't engaging, nor are you teaching skills and knowledge to communicate about, make informed decisions about sex and sexual health. Because you, young ones, have the right to complete an unbiased, age-appropriate sexual education. Sex is your well-being. Information is your right. An unbiased education is society's responsibility to you. Consent, choice, identity, orientation—a personal responsibility of yours, but society's too. To condemn sexual violence, to defend your right to freedom of choice, and to protect sexual development as a natural part of life. Because how else would you know, from right to wrong, good to bad? Assault to intimacy, love to control, pleasure to pain. If we don't discuss this, young ones, how will you know? Hi there. You are joining Ruchi and Natalie for the second episode of Sex, Shame, and Urban India. In this episode, we will be bringing to you unheard accounts from several young adults who attended reputable schools in Indian cities such as Guwahati, Delhi, Mumbai, and Bangalore. As they reflect on their experiences of sex education, we find troubling revelations. Crucial information is lacking in the education of sexual health. The presence of biases and prejudices plagues the education system. What, as a result, are the repercussions being faced by young people? Stay tuned for more information. The National Council of Educational Research decided to make sex education a part of public school curriculums. They felt that since sex was a taboo topic that parents felt uncomfortable discussing with their children, it became the school's responsibility to educate young people about such matters. However, several state governments and schools protested against this policy. 
They stated that it was against Indian cultural values to allow sex education in classrooms. States like Maharashtra, Rajasthan, Goa, Karnataka, Kerala, Chhattisgarh and Madhya Pradesh outright banned sex education programs. But several other schools in other states went ahead with the program anyway. The schools that went ahead with the program were selective on what information to provide and what information to withhold. I don't think sex was ever addressed in our classroom. Uh, so, the CBSE syllabus does not have a particular uh, section that allows the teacher and the student to engage very actively about uh, sex education. Uh, so, we did not have uh, any engagement in the class. There was no class, like discussion. Very trivial things were being spoken about, like, do you know your ovulation cycle? Do you know when you can get pregnant? And uh, do you know you should use protection? Like. Uh, I remember in class 10 when we were doing the reproductive systems so she had uh, kept one uh, one of the periods one of the lectures uh, especially for clarification of doubts and etc etc she was like okay so uh, do you all have any questions and uh, ask me anything and everything it was very awkward and since there was no structure to it and it was like ha to you ask and i'll answer we do not know what to ask that was th- i think that that was a problem like as in what are we supposed to ask so it was not uh, really a session on uh, sexual health and sexual uh, 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 talking about sex education in a progressive manner it was just telling us it was a very generic thing about it was more of like an extended biology class but out there i remember a woman student got up and asked that if i get pregnant if my friend is pregnant what is the best or the safest way to uh, ab- uh, for, to go for abortion and that was the question that a lot of us at that age were also looking for and the answer by the people who took the seminar and the people who were teaching us our professor our teachers they were all they said was um the idea of this uh, session is to make sure that you don't get pregnant in the first place so we will not even tell you about safe ways and mannerisms to go about an abortion these experiences tell us about a lack of clear and comprehensive sex education in india sex is mostly described in clinical terms often being dry facts about the reproductive system organs and hormones The lack of education on sex is directly related to its taboo especially about premarital sex. Okay so I think the very first encounter I had with sex education was probably through my friends only because um, I think growing up people around me and I think including myself we there was a big taboo my first experience of sex education was briefly termed as moral education we would be divided into two groups the boys and the girls separately of course and each group would be taken into the class we would be talked to about menstruation how to attend to your periods and also the reproductive process but very very briefly it wouldn't touch on stds condoms or any of that sort so safe sex or anything about protection was out of the window and uh, we were told not to tell the boys what we talked about because it was a girl topic so definitely it's a taboo 
that we don't talk about and this is me coming from a english medium public school which is mainly comprising of upper class indians sex ed in india is taught in gender specific instructions what does that mean different information is given to males and to females and abstention is strictly more emphasized for girls the way classrooms the space was constructed was on the basis of segregation the girls would sit at one side and the boys would sit at the other side the class was divided the boys were in one section and the girls were in a different section which i think was quite wrong because it should have happened together sex education in grade 12 and something like this girls please don't have sex till you're married because you're all good girls A friend of mine stood up and asked a super valid question. Uh what should I do if I have had unprotected sex? Like what should my next steps be? The teacher giggled shyly and said, "Oh, that's why we're here doing this right now so that you are never in that situation." They told us, "Don't have sex because you're good girls." How is that even sex education? This good girl narrative comes from a social convention. where an unmarried female's virginity is a value equal to goodness purity of indian females is defined by sexual chastity and popularly referenced as the quality of being a good girl this expectation does not however apply to men in equal measure but remember that the value of premarital virginity is not held strongly across the youth in urban india Knowledge is power. Barring young people from information about sexual education and placing prejudice on the subject leaves youth vulnerable. It's like I learned the theory from the books, but of course it was hard to imagine how things really were which were supplemented by porn because books have these unrealistic diagrams. It's like it has things which you can't see like the tubes and everything. I was in school and I had a girlfriend at the time and when we were sort of like playing around with each other we were just sort of shooting in the dark like literally we had no idea how like most things work i remember one incident where my friend asked me do you know what a bra is i was like no then he told me and he gave me some additional information about reproductive organs porn of course gave me a better idea largely i was informed on the topic of sex through mainly popular culture actually i think a television sitcom and american movies all of us talking together in our little hush voices and talking about oh what what happens acha oh oh all right so this is what happens What are the consequences? There is no information available to young women about proper contraceptive use and the options or resources available. This is not only lacking in educational institutes, it infiltrates institutions of health. The doctor I spoke to about a complication I had because of a birth control pill. She did tell me that emergency pills are supposed to be taken not more than twice in your life. That was a bit scary because even though it was my second time, I have friends who have popped lots of pills. They have no idea that they're not supposed to do it more than once. My friend who didn't like using condoms when she had sex with her boyfriend said that After every time they had unprotected sex she would pop in the morning after pill she thought it was contraception as we just heard in the testimony young women are not being informed about the morning after pill either in school or when they purchase it in pharmacies a pharmacist must one 
Obtain patient health details to assess whether it is safe and suitable to take the morning after pill. 2. Provide full and proper information about the risks faced by taking this pill. The case of young women unconsciously abusing the morning after pill is not the only consequence resulting from a lack of information about sex. What about same-sex experiences? Fluid sexuality, intimacy, desire, freedom of expression, consent, peer pressure, discrimination. Sex education is not a biology or a moral education class. Isn't it really about everything around us? What we watch, what we like, the music we listen to, the way we feel in relationships, and mostly, the way we want to experience intimacy. What are the repercussions of not empowering young people with full and honest information?